0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast.
1: It is Friday, June 11th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. An anti-vaccination bill introduced this week at the Ohio State House would allow Ohioans to refuse to be vaccinated for a wide range of reasons and prevent repercussions from an employer for such a decision. Kevin Landers has more.
0: The bill is called the Vaccine Choice and Anti-Discrimination Act. It was introduced by Representative Jennifer Gross, a Republican from Westchester. The bill has received national attention after a doctor in Ohio testified the vaccine would magnetize someone which has no basis in fact. Governor DeWine didn't address that comment, but did address the bill. I certainly oppose House Bill 248. You know, sometimes it's easy to forget where we were or where we would be without these life-saving vaccines. From the State House, Kevin Landers.
1: A COVID-19 variant known as Delta is being found in 6% of cases in the U.S., which is concerning for health officials. Gabriela Garcia reports.
0: Ohio Health's Dr. Gustaldo says the Delta variant that the CDC says is 40% more transmissible than the original COVID-19 virus is a threat we need our eyes on. It is the most contagious variant of this virus to date but it may have a higher disease severity. Dr. Gustaldo says the Delta variant is causing spikes in other countries, primarily among unvaccinated people. And looking at how things are going in the U.S., even more cases of it will likely crop up. In Columbus, Gabriela Garcia.
1: Legislation with the backing of Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost would provide a one-time bonus to first responders, including police officers, to commemorate their work during the coronavirus pandemic. More from Molly Brewer.
2: The House legislation would provide bonuses of either $500 or $1,000 using federal pandemic aid relief dollars. The bill would also include firefighters, state troopers, sheriff's deputies, state criminal bureau agents, jail officers, and EMTs. Recipients must have been continuously employed since March of last year and not subject to any discipline since Molly Brewer, ONN News.
1: The legal team for former House Speaker Larry Householder will receive more time to prepare their case in federal court. The Columbus Dispatch reports prosecutors gave Householder's attorneys more than 1.2 million pages of documents to review. A judge ruled the next status hearing can move to September. Householder is accused of taking money from utilities and special interest groups in exchange for using his power as House Speaker to pass a bill to bail out nuclear power plants. He and four others face federal charges in connection with the $60 million bribery scheme. Householder is simultaneously dealing with efforts by Republicans and Democrats alike in the Ohio House who are attempting to ouster him from the chamber because of the scandal. Former Congressman Jim Renese announced earlier this week he will challenge Governor Mike DeWine in a Republican gubernatorial primary. Andrew Kinsey says Renacci laid out his platform in part yesterday.
0: If elected, he says the first thing he would do is cut spending. He has criticized programs like the Vax a Million. And in terms of saving money, Renacci says he would look at Medicaid expansion and higher education. We've got too many universities that, that when our population is going down, we know that for a fact. We know that we're going to lose a member of Congress. So we're not, we don't have the same population base that we did. I'm Andrew
1: Kinsey. The state medical board approved petitions to make three new conditions eligible for patients to receive medical marijuana. Molly Brewer reports.
2: Huntington's disease, terminal illness, and spasticity were added this week to the list of qualifying medical marijuana conditions. To be approved, petitions must show evidence that the drug can be used to treat or alleviate the disease or condition and that it has the support of physicians. In April, the board voted to more than double the number of medical marijuana dispensaries in response to complaints by patients about lack of access and expense. Molly Brewer, ONN News.
1: Council members in one Southwest Ohio City have voted to save at least part of a historic train depot. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. Facing a deadline from the rail company, Hamilton City Council voted 5-2 to accept CSX's offer to donate the red brick building downtown. The city will then move it a block north and rehab the old train station. This all visits from several presidents. I do
0: struggle with the cost,
1: to relocate the
0: historic depot, but I really, really struggle with the loss of the historic building that connects Hamilton to Presidents Lincoln,
1: Truman, and Eisenhower. Mayor Pat Mueller. the entire project could cost the city close to $2 million. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Doctors are reminding parents to make sure their kids are caught up on routine childhood vaccinations before school returns in the fall. Laura Queso reports.
2: Doctors don't want vaccine-preventable diseases to make a comeback. We're talking about measles, mumps, and rubella after canceled medical appointments in the early months of the coronavirus pandemic. Many children missed visits and are having a hard time getting caught up. Dr. Claudia Hoyan, Pediatric Infectious Disease Specialist, says We've had kids have to be out of school for COVID. Let's not have them have to be out of school for things like measles and mumps. I'm Laura Queso.
1: A subgroup of the College Football Playoff Management Committee proposed a 12-team playoff on Thursday, a major change from the current four-team system. More from Andrew Kinsey.
0: In the proposal, the top four conference champions would get buys into the quarterfinal rounds. Teams seeded five through eight would play the lower seeds on the higher seeds home fields. The quarterfinals and semifinals would then be played in normal bowl games with the final played at a neutral site. The 12-team playoff decision could be made as soon as September, and if approved, the expansion could go into effect as early as the 2023 season. I'm Andrew Kinsey.
1: And as Ohioans get back to a more normal way of life, small-town festivals are returning. Roxanne Elias checked out what's running through tomorrow night not far from Toledo.
2: The White House Cherry Festival is all about the smiling families, fair food, and the rides. It's back after being canceled last year because of COVID.
1: It feels great. The Cherry Fest is a tradition for our families, so we're just excited that it's back.
0: This is the first time outing like this big community.
2: It feels like we're just back to normal and things are going. Roxanne Elias is in White House.
1: Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on The Ohio News Network. This
0: has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on The Ohio News Network.